You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm feeling wonderful. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, you teased it there. Uh, The Tampa Bay Rays are in the midst of a terrible six-game losing streak and a sweep by, believe it or not, the Seattle Mariners. But Wander Franco, the consensus number one prospect in all of baseball for the last two seasons, is getting called up and will make his MLB debut Tuesday. Uh, I think, I don't know if I want to speak for you, Ulysses, but sooner than I thought would happen, but uh, nothing is normal in this uh, 2020, 2021. And when you combine the fact that Tyler glass now is down for the count and the Rays, quite frankly, need a little bit of a spark with a six game losing streak. Welcome Wander Franco. You said it all right there. Uh, It's uh it is a little bit surprising, at least in this podcast, if you follow it along and, and you're part of the Locked On Race community, you know that we had said September at the most after the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Rays are being, quote unquote, aggressive. Yes. I think I think that's a that's a fair adjective to, to throw at them right now uh, to be calling up uh, Wander Franco. And it's it's this is just like an onion there's so many layers to it because uh number one this could have been a very sad pod and it could have been a a pod you know retelling oh they lost six games oh four by walk-off four by walk-offs i mean it's 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 not it's not every day you have a walk-off but to be in the on the other side of walk-offs constantly during a whole week that wears on you as a fan imagine if if you're a player so this could have been a very side pod but but the rays knew it they were like you know what let's give kevin let's give ulysses a little bit of good news so they can turn it around and have a nice monday pod and and we're we're gonna have that right now fellas uh ladies and gentlemen this is a a very happy day for rays nation you're going to see a phenom uh, play the game. This is this is this is like Felix Hernandez getting the call up. This is like Jacob Degrom getting the call up. This is Bryce Harper, Mike Trout getting the call up. This is Vladdy getting the call up. This is the Rays version of, of all of that. And get excited because it's going to be really fun to see this guy play. There are 89 games remaining, and I would fully expect if Wander stays healthy that he is going to play in most, if not all of those. You don't call up this guy to have him ride the bench, to play the Mike Brasso role, to play the Brett Phillips role. He is playing. And quite frankly, everybody else in the infield is, from what I'm reading, is going to have to take a back seat. So, uh, Wander, you're playing third today. Yandy, sorry, you're playing first or DH. Uh, Wander, you're playing third today. Sorry, Joey Wendell, you're playing second today. Wander, you're playing second today. 
sorry, Brandon Lau, you're uh, either DHing or playing in one of the corner outfield spots or maybe first base. Like everything I feel like is going mm-hmm. to dictate around Wander Franco, which does, I don't want to say concern me, but it is curious because first, about month, month and a half ago, you have the Willie Adamas trade, you call up Taylor Walls, and now you have this coming into the fold of, okay, they're, we're struggling right now, and they're calling up the savior, and now Joey Wind, all these veteran types are going to have to kind of take a step back in the spotlight a little bit. And yeah. just personally, speaking from what I've seen on the field, I'd much rather see Taylor Walls get most of the shortstop opportunities, how value he has been defensively. Um, and I'm sure Wander's going to play a little bit of short, but um, I, I don't know if you want to disrupt what Taylor Walls has done uh, at, the, at that position right there, as far as moving to his left, moving to his right, the, the throws to first, coordinating double plays. Uh, I mean, he has been, I think he's one of the leaders in defensive runs saved in the short time that he's been called up but i mean from a on a a positive lens at least you know wander franco being a switch hitter and yes just at 20 years old uh he's going to allow brandon lau and joey Wendell and g-man Choi giving those guys a breather versus lefties and that just adds to the creativity that the red uh uh, that the rays can deploy as they see fit a hundred percent a hundred percent kevin and 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 yes We've talked about how it wouldn't be smart to bring up Wander with a, a team that might have been struggling like in April and as the savior kind of guy. He's only 20 years old, or, you know, has only been in AAA or seen anything above high A like right. basically this year. Uh, we talked about all the cons about that, but right now the Rays are in a funk. They, they find That's themselves true. in a funk and – and yes, you're putting pressure on this guy, but I think if you have one guy to put pressure on, it's going to be this guy. Uh, this is the guy that you're going to be like, hey, all right, show us how good you are. You wanted to be a teenager in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we couldn't do that. But we're going to basically need you to play, like you said, 82 of the, what, 80 games of the next 82 games. Like, yeah. I, I, we need to see Wander every day on uh, on this uh, on this team yeah joey wendell might not get a start brendan lamb might not get a start yeti diaz might not get a start and and and, I, and they're gonna have to d- deal with that because right now yeah, wonder franco in triple a had a, a slash on a 315 367 a 586 slugging 24 extra base hits in only 177 plate appearances. Oh, by the yes. way, he can also steal with five bags. I, I, this is an all-around player, Kevin. Right. This is the guy that you want to have in your lineup in extra innings. When the game is tied 2-2, when the game is tied 5-5 or 1-1, and you need this guy in the lineup to just even just to move a runner from second to third, which yeah. apparently seems to be very difficult if you're wearing a Rays Uni this week. This is the guy. I agree. Although, are you curious at all that the Rays didn't opt to call up Fidel Brujan before Wander Franco? Because that yeah. was sort of our expectation and idea of, well, the Rays called up Taylor Walls first, which I think surprised many. And you would think next in line would be Vidal Brujan, considering he is 23 years old and he has torn up just like Wander Franco every level that he's been at. And I believe Vidal has cooled off a little bit after that uh, blistering start he had 
to AAA, but still more of an experience factor. And I should also note, you, you rattled off the uh, statistics of Wander Franco. Also in there was a 14-game hitting streak. Pretty impressive stuff. But you wonder yes. what this means for Vidal. I've heard rumors, again, unsubstantiated, but people have thrown it out there that Vidal could be a trade piece at some point. Or somebody, I feel like, has to go. At, it, it, it's going to be Joey Wendell. Is it going to be Andy Diaz? Is it going to be G-Man Choi? Is it going to be Brandon Lout? Like, or I guess you could have it where Vidal is mainly an outfielder. There's yeah. a spot at some point is going to have to be made for him too, you would think. And maybe as soon as this season, I don't, I don't know how they can have Vidal stay in AAA all year long. No, 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 anyway. no. There's no way that Vidal stays in AAA the whole, the whole year. But having said that, yeah, I, I do understand how, Vidal could be a very valuable trade piece. I still am in the camp that he's not going to be traded. I think okay. he's going to be wearing a raise uni and somebody else is going to be. That might be Padlo, Brasso, uh, Yandi or Wendell, Margot, KK, Yarbrough. Somebody's going to go yeah. so that you can, you can have that space. Also, we're talking about the, 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 the space of Vidal. Somebody has to also leave uh, the, the 26 man for um, for Wander Franco to to come up or at least the 40 man. I think the 40 Drew man. Yeah. We Drew will Rasmussen get to that discussion. Yes, yeah. uh, Drew Rasmussen was sent down, but but uh, Wander as of right now is not on the 40 man. He probably yeah. will be in a couple of, uh, of hours. Um, we're going to continue this discussion again uh, as Ulysses alluded to. A lot of layers here, a lot of unpeeling with the onion or the apple or whatever you want to. Uh, say with that. Um, we're all trying to get in shape and eat right. Freshly can help. Their delicious meals are designed by nutritionists and cooked by chefs, making it easier to eat better. And ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak peppercorn, sausage baked penny, or their chicken pesto bowl. Uh, the meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen, and are ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes with new meals added each week as well. So right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash locked on. No need to stress about dinner, uh, dinner any longer. Go to Freshly.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $40 off your first two orders. That's freshly.com slash locked on for $40 off your first two orders. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. No manual trades, no picking stocks, and no having to watch the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on pre uh, preferences you control as well. Uh, Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. Again, all you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. Again, to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings today. 
Okay, Ulysses, as we alluded to, uh, 40-man maneuverability has to be taken into account here. And there's been a lot of discussion on Twitter and social media about who's, who's getting dropped, who's getting traded. Look, I think it's pretty clear cut from my perspective as of uh, 8.03 a.m. recording time. It's either going to be Lewis Head, Sean Poppin, or maybe like a Chris Mazza, like one of the no-name relievers that has been up and down and you haven't really seen that much of. I don't see some sort of earth-shattering, you know, major three-team trade or anything like that, at least for right now, anyways. I think it's, I mean, from my perspective, I don't know if you have a different opinion, but pretty clear-cut as low man on the totem pole type of a deal to make room for Wander. And, and we can get to all the speculating, of course, but yeah, I think it's pretty, um, pretty cut and, and, and dry. It's going to be one of those guys. Uh, and it's unfortunate, uh, it, you know, the, the Ryan Sheriff type, the Maza types, yeah. uh, those are the ones that have the, maybe the, do you remember the major league scene in spring training where Jake Taylor says, Hey, if you have a, a red, little sticker or whatever the heck right. it is inside the locker room. That's what's going to happen. That's what, that's the feeling I bet that Maza and Sheriff and, and, and everybody else like that has right now. And it's unfortunate, but it's, it's a business too. That's going to happen. Um, oh boy, man. It's a, it's barely eight o'clock in the morning and I, and I can't wait for tomorrow's pitch. I mean, this news, Kevin, uh, it's, uh, it's really cool. Uh, I, I can't get over the fact that they're actually doing it. And it, yeah, it's a six game losing streak and we can all be just um, down right. about that. But I, I feel like this was a pretty cool thing from a, a, a team that rarely does this kind of thing. Uh, and yeah, they waited, but whatever. I'm I'm not upset about the waiting. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm really just thankful that uh, we get to see this talent and we get to see it on June 22nd. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, they, they went the Will Myers way, the Will Myers path. And I really appreciate that rather than um, the David Price path uh, of seeing him only in September. Uh, good, good for them. I, I just, I, I don't know if he's going to stay, if this is just a little cup of a coffee, a little taste Hey, have your have your weekend series. Then we'll trot you back to Durham. Figure something out with Wendell, Yandi, Margot, KK. We'll figure something out in the next two weeks. Then get that sorted out, and then you can come back with us. Right. It could be a thing like that. Well, it is interesting because you would think that they would make a move first like that and then make the call-up. But no, they made this announcement, and I think – I don't think they're doing any cup of coffee, any uh, we're going to not, not what they do with the relievers where they call them up for a series and then send them down. No, he's getting called up. I think he's staying up unless an injury or a Jared Kellenic like slump happens with Wander Franco. And again, calling him up at a pretty big time in a pretty big series against the Red Sox. Um, And what's funny is, I wonder if ESPN is going to change around their TV schedule to make sure that Wander <laughs> Franco is on TV on Wednesday night baseball or whatever they do. Heck, they might even, you know, cut programming for whatever else crap they have on, on Tuesday, live looking at Wander Franco. I'm sure MLB network is doing it as well. And 
off of that, I'm curious to see what attendance will be on Tuesday. I Very wonder if funny. it's going to be like a playoff game. If it's going to be 25,000, if, if this is also kind of a little bit of a marketing spark too, I know the Rays don't think like that, but also if there was a time to do it, I guess this would be the time where, uh, you know, last week, a week ago, the Rays were top of baseball. Uh, in terms of record. Now there's like five, six teams that have leapfrogged them, including the Boston Red Sox. They've been in a, in a skid and that, and that's noticeable. And when you're in a six game losing streak and now you're going home and it's a Tuesday and you have attendance problems and it's going to be the Red Sox. So usually you're going to see a lot of Boston fans. Honestly, it's going to be the first uh, series with Boston and Tropicana Field. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the first one of the whole year in, in, in mid June. So you're going to see a lot of Boston fans. How does that you know, give you the, the, the enthusiasm as a race fan and as a race player to just be chanted against in your own home, all of those things involved. And now you just inject this adrenaline uh, that, that is Wander Franco to race nation uh, I, I don't think attendance is going to be an issue on Tuesday. I, I'll tell you that much. And I'll tell you that personally, um, I'm going to be part of that. I, I already bought tickets. I am. I'm excited. And, you know, we talk about Jersey buying all the time on this show. Uh, you know, if it's worth it or not. Uh, boy, if Wander does something special, I'm not just shellac the, the couple the couple bills that 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 take to, to buy a Franco jersey because I'm going. I'm, I will be there on oh Tuesday. Oh my gosh, you'll be part of the contingent. How about that? Maybe go with the jersey first. I, I okay. know why you're so elated here. He's on your <laughs> fantasy team. Look, I think all the fantasy, uh, the fantasy websites, their their sites are about to crash because so yes. many people are going to be trying to add Wander Franco. <laughs> so uh, kudos to you, Ulysses, for drafting him originally. Maybe Thank some you. people thought, ah, maybe a little bit premature, but you waited it out, waited it out. You also have Vidal Bruhan, so I don't know. Maybe just stash him on the bench and see what happens <laughs> yep. with that. Um, and speaking of that, okay, 89 games remaining, as we mentioned. What's kind of your expectation as far as a general stat line goes for him the rest of the year? Assuming he stays up and is playing you know, 80, 82 games. Basically, he's got a half a season to work with right here. I, the, the, the one thing I'm looking for is the on-base percentage. Really, that, that's my big thing because that, that tells me how the strike zone discipline is working mm-hmm. out. The home runs, you know, it's, it's a different baseball. It's, it's major league pitching. It's uh, different parks. So I don't really care about the, the, the power right now. Again, right. right now, 2021. Don't care about that right now. The batting average, you can get bad at. We know that. Uh, we, we know that, you know, the, the, the batting average is not the only thing either, too. So if he has a, bat, a low batting average, again, I'm not going to really be, be, be on the lookout. It's, for me, the on-base percentage. So I think a 250 batting average, I think he's going to surpass that. Uh, a right. 350 on-base percentage, I'm, that, this is exactly what I, I want the, the low standard to be, 350 OBP. As far as a slugging... Uh, 400, I think, uh, will we'll, we'll do me in. But I really want to f- hone in on the on-base percentage. And what I really hope doesn't happen, and I think my I even wrote it out a little bit. I'm looking around 280, 285 batting average. Again, this is just the rest of the season. 10 home runs, 8 stolen bases, 
30, 35 RBIs, a OPS slightly above 800 in a strikeout rate, slightly under 20%. And people might say, Oh, well, that's not, you know, that's not that great for the number one prospect in all of baseball for two years running. Again, he has an 80 grade hit tool. That doesn't mean right now. That means his future. That's what his potential is going to be. And we have to, I, I know we're going to freaking see it. And I hate it that, you know, the, the minute he goes through a mini slump or if he finishes the year with a 270, 280 pa- uh, batting average and the numbers aren't as eye popping as a, a Vlad Guerrero right now or something like right. that. Again, patience, everybody. It took Mike Trout a little bit. It took Vlad Guerrero a little bit. It took a lot of guys a little bit to hit the ground running. Now, he could yeah. totally prove us wrong in Randy Rosarena this thing to start the moment he gets called up. But again, we take everything into account by the time he's 23, 24, 25, then I think you'll see those MVP caliber numbers. If everything goes according to plan. A hundred percent, Kevin. And patience is the biggest thing right now with wonder. Yeah. You want this guy uh, that this is the issue with bringing him up as the savior, right? Because then you're expecting eye popping numbers. You're expecting a Rosarena in the playoff type numbers and like I said, if he hits 250, I think people are going to be like, hmm, really? 250? Yeah. This is this is what you got. He sucks. He's terrible. Prospect. Trade he him. Sucks. Uh. Uh, you know, I'm going to change my Twitter handle from uh, wonderful. Right. You know, it's like yeah, to okay. wander sucks or something like that. Just yeah, total sucks. nonsense. BS. It's, it's ridiculous, it's, quite frankly. Take time, people. It's going to take time. But so, yeah, expectation wise, look, I, I feel like I'm setting the bar low for him. I'm sending the bar low for him because he's 20 years old and he's coming into a team that's in a funk right now. That's going to be tough for him. And uh, look, we we've talked about the clubhouse chemistry and all that. Uh, These guys are professionals. So I don't think they're going to be all like, Oh my God, wonder is coming. Yay. No, they're going to be like the new kids coming. Yeah. The new kids coming and he might be good, but he's also going to take time away from my friend and he's good, but he's taking time away from me. Hopefully it's all positive and, and I hope that it's nothing but love in, in, in that clubhouse. But we, I mean, somebody's going to be hurt by this and by somebody, it could be a lot of guys too. Yeah. It's a zero sum game. There's only so many spots. That's the problem with all of this. And I mean, not a problem I should say, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't even want to say I think it's a problem. Going to of course roll, it's a problem. I think yeah. it is. If you've got so many guys that are good and you want to see on the field and yet you can only play nine of them at a time. Right. I think it is a problem. But again, it's also partly on guys who've struggled in the platoons. You know, Brandon Lau, you're batting 090 against lefties. Something has to give. Right. Uh, Even a guy as good as Joey Wendell, he's hitting under 200 versus lefties. Something has to give with that. Uh, not to mention some of the other guys as well. Uh, we will continue this discussion even more. We have some listener comments as well, but Ulysses, uh, maybe something, I don't know about quite as good as Wander Franco, but pretty comparable. And that is built bar. Well, you know, they're the, they're basically the best tasting protein bar right now out there. Uh, for you to get they've got terrific flavors they've got nine of them they got coconut almond cherry 
raspberry, mint brownie, my favorite peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everybody, really. So if, of course, like I said, my peanut butter brownie, that's my favorite. It only has 180 calories, five grams sugar, five grams net carbs. It makes me feel like I'm cheating on my diet, but really uh, I'm just eating a delicious chocolate bar. So it's pretty great. Um, order today, people. Uh, get your mint and brownie, get that raspberry, or be a fan of Peter Bonner Brownie like, like I am. Uh, that's the Wonder Franco in that lineup. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get your 15% off your first order so go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Uh, Ulysses, couple questions here. And I, I hate that I even have to ask this, but considering all the fanfare and craziness that has happened and happening regarding this call-up, what do you think is a bigger deal to a Rays fan? The fact that the Rays... News of the Rays making it to the World Series in the 2020 pandemic season or Franco's call-up? World Series. World Series. I think that, that that one is always going to take the cake. Uh, I was going, I thought you were going to uh, steal my question to you, which was, oh. what do you think is on a, in a Rays fan mind right now? What's What's the number one thought of? Are they thinking about... Oh, gosh, darn it. They've lost six in a row. My team is losing. Why is this happening? Why does God hate me? Or are they thinking, oh, God loves me. Oh, this is fantastic. Wander is coming up. What do you think is actually the number one thing in a race in a race fan mind? A hundred percent Wander Franco getting called up. How, mu- yes. how much have we spent this podcast talking about the six game losing streak? 15 seconds? None. 20 seconds? None. Again, this was... I mean, the PR folks in the Rays front office right now are doing cartwheels. They're yes. popping champagne when they got yes. word from Eric Neander and uh, the rest of the, uh, the the baseball folks, the whizzes up there that, hey, news is coming. Wander Franco's getting called up, so you don't have to spin this six-game losing streak anymore. Look, uh, what's his face? Uh, Je- is it Jeff Passan? Jim Passon, yeah. man, I can't. I think there's actually a Jim Passon as well, and it's spelled differently. <laughs> it's really weird. But uh, the ESPN guy, the, the the baseball reporter, I mean, you know, when if he sends out a tweet, it's big news. And the yes. Warner Franco news is is gotten top billing from his perspective. So uh, we got some uh, listener comments and reaction here, and and hopefully, uh, so Wander Franco is going to be wearing number five. Uh, I think it's fair to say he will be the best number five in, in Ray's history, hopefully in, in all of, uh, wait, you know, career war and so forth. Wait, can I, can I, can I guess on who has also worn, uh, Jersey number five, give it a shot, give it a shot. Is, the notables. Is it Pat Burrell? Pat Burrell. That is one of the guys, the legendary <laughs> Pat Burrell with the Phillies and giants, not the Rays necessarily, but yes, he was a number five. And I'm thinking Sam fold. Sam Fold, also number five. He was more revered in different reasons. I mean, he, he had some special moments here and there, but uh, hopefully Franco has a better career than him. That, that's two of them. I see uh, other notables, one, two, three more, four more that you're missing, actually. 
Oh no, too early in the morning and 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 okay. Sunday was a rough night. So uh, um, I'm gonna go with that's it. Rocco Baldelli is oh, one of, of course. them. Yes, pretty prominent player. Matt Duffy, your boy, the home run king. <laughs> Matt Duffy, uh, Felix Escalona. I honestly don't recall more of maybe the Devil Rays era there. And uh, Brandon Geyer, who refuses to take photos with Ulysses Zambrano, also a number <laughs> five. And the uh, hit-by-pitch king, literally. Uh, I was joking about Matt Duffy being the home run king, but Brandon yes. Geyer, didn't he get hit by more pitches than like anybody in baseball, seemingly? In, in, in two seasons in a row, yeah. He was yeah. the king of that, and he was also – he was good at not dodging baseball. He was good at dodging photographs, apparently. So that's, there that's we go. nice. How about that? Uh, Some comments here from some listeners. Again, everybody is pumped about the Wander Franco promotion here. Matt Germain says his expectations for Wander, low strikeout rates, decent walk rates, ridiculous contact rates, and being very, very fun to watch. That's the other thing that we haven't really taken into consideration, how much um, more fun the games could be uh, in the activity level with wander on the diamond there um bench bats podcast says wouldn't put too much pressure and expect to be average above average production as he adjusts to mlb look that's a reasonable uh diagnosis there uh jake stokes says in all seriousness i just want someone who can get good consistent at bats if he's successful over the next four to six uh, weeks uh brandon lau better not get too comfortable Adam Deeb says if he can move the runner from second to third in the 10th inning, I'll be happy. Yeah, that's the other thing when it comes to extra inning. Look, the Rays have been awful in extra inning games this season. I think they're three and eight, three and nine, something like that. And and apparently awful whenever they play Seattle on the road. Like, I I guess they just can't win (laughs) in Seattle for one reason or the other. Um, Let's see. Uh, hey King says to be someone that we can rely on to put the ball in play when we desperately need to. Chris Snyder says of Wander Franco, uh, a better version of Joey Wendell. Uh, John Cook says, I hope he can just hit consistently and show out on defense to prove why he's the number one prospect in baseball. I just hope they don't send walls down to bring him up. I highly doubt they would send Taylor nah. walls down. And if there is one, I don't want to say knock, on Wander Franco, his defense is behind his offense. He's viewed, I think, generally as sort of an average, above average defender. Not to say that can't get better, but I mean, Taylor Walls was the, and we see why now, the consensus top defensive prospect in the minor leagues for the Rays. And we know how the Rays prioritize defense. I don't think they're sending them down. I, I think they're going to try to work Wander Franco around, see what he's most comfortable at, or maybe try to make him a really versatile guy that can play third base, second base, shortstop, and maybe, who knows, maybe some outfield as well. I, I definitely think so. you're going to see Wander Franco playing uh, third base to, to start and, and yeah. some second base. So obviously, shortstop is going to be, I think, his his main main position coming 2022. Um, but really, you know, I don't okay, think you he, think he would move? They would move Taylor Walls off of shortstop to have Wander maybe in the future. Him? In okay. the future, I think so. But 2021, I see that very difficult. Like you said, to just be taking Taylor Walls out of that position right now. Right. I think he's doing a very fine job, and by very fine job. I think he's doing fantastic, honestly. Yeah. Uh, defensively, I, uh, Taylor Walls has been everything advertised and more. Uh, so the bat will come alive, I'm, I'm sure. And it's not like he's slacking by any means with with, with the bat. But right. uh, I, the defensive prowess has, has definitely been there. 
I don't think you're going to see a lot of shortstop with Wander. You're going to see some of it. I think mainly you're going to see second base and third base in 2021. 2022 is a, is a different discussion, and I don't want to get into that right now. Right. But for 2021, I think you're going to see him at, at third and second uh, at the most uh, yeah. time out there. Yeah. Well, the other thing, I quite frankly, my honest opinion, I don't know if he's a future long-term shortstop. As he, he's already thickly built, not to say he can't stay yeah. in the position, but as he even more so grows into his body and in his strength, I think he's more of a third base type than anything yeah. with that. And uh, it, it'll be interesting to see if I had to guess. Yeah. He's probably going to be in the lineup against Eduardo Rodriguez. I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> Lefty Eduardo Rodriguez. Yes. Uh, I would assume Wander Franco is in the lineup. Uh, where do you think he bats Ulysses for his MLB debut? One through nine. <sighs> Well, you know, we, we know that the Rays like to, to play with lineups um, like it's, uh, I don't know. I don't have the assembly right now. I'm too excited uh, to, to yes. think clearly. Uh, if if he's not batting in the top five, I'm going to be very upset. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. If he's batting fifth, I'm like, okay, I dig it. If he's batting first, cool. Anywhere in between, awesome. Uh, if he's six, seven, eight, or nine, cash. This is already yeah. a Kevin Crash moment without having played ball. Basically, you need to have this guy one through five, a hundred percent. I'm going to say he, at least Tuesday, he'll be second in the lineup. Oh, I like that. Oh, good one. Oh, that's nice. The second spot. There we go. Very good. Okay. Well, again, hey, who cares about a six game losing streak? We get to watch Wander Franco the rest of the year and hopefully the postseason with that as well. Okay, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the Locked on Today and Locked on MLB podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you on Wednesday, not tomorrow. I'm not, we're not just taking a day off because Wander Franco is making his debut. (laughs) I will be actually traveling across the Southeast. So uh, we will be not recording. We will not be recording Tuesday. So be sure to catch us Wednesday, hopefully after maybe a four for four outing or something from Wander against the Red Sox. There we go. 